This episode contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Our society is sexualizing and corrupting children on social media. My name is Kevin. My pronouns are he, him, and his, and I identify as non-binary. In the classroom. Not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. And at the doctor's office. The transgender patient may be one of the most well-informed patients. So does it make sense for Avery to wait until she's 18 for transgender surgery? Can we stop the sexualization of children, or is it too late? I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and this is episode five of Exposed, the war on Texas kids. Do you know how easy it is to completely change your body with hormones? I grew up within my first month of being on testosterone. They tend to dance around the children more. They tend to get tipped when they're around the children more because parents are handing the children their money. Why is it so necessary to constantly remind kids of the gender binary that we as a society literally made up? Drag is an exploration of what gender can be. For queer theory, Gender and sexuality are porous and mobile. A queer theory of childhood education should not be invested in predicting the child's future identity, but rather attend to the child's present curiosity about sexual difference. Hannah Dyer, Queer Futurity and Childhood Innocence, Beyond the Injury of Development. So the easiest way to corrupt a society is to start from within, by convincing children and sympathetic adults that queer theory is truth and that any deviation from queer theory is a moral failure. Activists are setting our civilization up for collapse. From Alfred Kinsey's promotion of children as sexual beings to queer theory's normalization of formerly obscure sexualities and identities, our society is quickly adultifying children and setting them up for exploitation. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using lube versus using spit. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt work? How do we do, like, how does this work? That's a really like cool part of my job. Yeah, all with the kids that, with the classroom. 14, 18. Joseph Bruno. Dean of Students at the Francis W. Parker School. So where do we go from here? What other sexualities will gender theory activists normalize under the guise of inclusion and acceptance? Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Uh, A lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, And that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Um, I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. Uh, But using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to uh, doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. Alan Walker, assistant professor at Old Dominion University. But how do you stop a cultural decline if it's already begun?
Across the Atlantic, Europe is realizing that so-called gender-affirming care actually harms children. In 2019, the Swedish Pediatric Society declared that allowing children to make permanent decisions with lifelong consequences is, quote, not scientifically founded and contrary to medical practice. Who knew? In the United Kingdom, a recent review from Britain's National Health Service revealed a lack of research on the effects of puberty blockers and social transitioning of minors. Now the UK may eliminate its affirmation-only approach when dealing with gender dysphoric children. And it's not just Sweden and the UK noticing these alarming trends. Both Finland and France are shifting away from affirming gender-confused children. So what does this mean for the United States and Texas? After parents in Loudoun County, Virginia, spoke up about explicit books in their children's schools, citizens across the country started voicing concerns about overly sexual content in school libraries and classrooms. They spoke out at school board meetings and on social media, bringing national attention to the issue. In Texas, some parents ran for their local school board, intending to fix the institution from within as outsiders to the education establishment. Instead of continuing a system of patronage and long-respected hierarchies, these candidates championed parental rights and protecting kids from sexual content. After the May 2022 elections ushered in pro-parent school board members in Keller, Texas, the newly elected trustees enacted safeguards banning descriptions or illustrations of intimate body parts, sexual acts, and discussions of gender fluidity from school library books. Grapevine Colleyville ISD saw similar results when the election of two pro-parent school board members resulted in updated guidelines for approving library books. The district also created a new section in the library for prohibited books, where students must get parental permission before checking anything out. In both districts, parents played a key role in the school board's decision and lawmakers started paying attention. And our kids' brains are still developing. This goes on even to up to age 20. This has a very, um, this tr fluidity, transgenderism, it has no place in schools. It is crucially important that this district never promote anything regarding gender fluidity in our schools. I am well versed in the idea of gender dysphoria. I have a lot of it in my family. Um, and I know it's real. I also know that this topic uh, should be handled by parents at home. And I want to speak up for focusing on math, reading, science, history, not social engineering, not sexualizing, and not including gender theory. We don't need groomers. We don't need people sponsoring sexual transgenderism. Texas Governor Greg Abbott instructed State Education Agency Commissioner Mike Morath to investigate pornographic materials in schools in late 2021. Over six months later, Morath admitted to finding explicit materials in public schools. I would tell you it's a very big state and the world's complex. Uh, so uh, the short answer to that question is, is yes. We have complaints um, that um, uh, would appear to substantiate periodic um, instructional materials problems in, in those areas, arguably. We've reviewed, um, uh, in some cases, ma uh, materials that were made available to students that would, um, I think, the common citizen would agree would be inappropriate. And yet, Abbott has enacted no policies protecting Texas kids from sexualization either in the classroom or in public spaces. Although he ordered Texas Department of Family and Protective Services to investigate the social and medical transitioning of children as child abuse, 
Abbott has taken no further steps to protect children. As the governor fails to take effective action on sexually explicit books, all-age drag shows, and child gender mutilation, citizens are now looking to their state senators and representatives for a solution. The House will come to order. Members, please register. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I move to suspend all necessary... In Texas, state legislators have suggested different approaches for protecting children from rampant sexualization and indoctrination in the culture and in schools. State Rep. Jared Patterson advocated for banning children aged 13 to 18 years old from social media entirely and requiring companies to verify users' ages with their driver's licenses. On the education front, several lawmakers, including State Rep. Tom Oliverson, suggested new state requirements limiting the content allowed in public school libraries and classrooms. And other lawmakers, like State Reps Steve Toth and Brian Slayton, advocated for new laws protecting children from gender mutilation procedures. Toth called for the state to prevent insurance companies from covering the procedures, and Slayton wanted to designate all sex change therapies for children as child abuse. But will Texas lawmakers actually pass these pieces of legislation? Does our children's future depend on the honesty and integrity of politicians? December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. Although history itself is an unbiased observer, later generations are not. Our view of long-ago civilizations is heavily based on our own value systems and moral traditions. As we condemn the missteps and atrocities of our ancestors, so will later generations condemn us. Unless we act. The sexualization of children is preventable. The recent actions of parents across the country and in our state prove that. Culture is a pendulum that swings back and forth. It is never set in stone. Those who challenge the status quo voice concerns at school board meetings and speak out on behalf of those who can't defend themselves can shape our culture and save our children. Hope doesn't lie with school bureaucrats, social media companies, or elected officials. Hope lies with you. Exposed is a production of Texas Scorecard. Scorecard provides news and journalism you can trust. Go to texasscorecard.com today. This episode was edited by Walker York, written by Katie Drollinger, hosted by Sarah Gonzalez, and recorded by Luke Marshall. I like that. Good? Yeah, I love it. Okay. We done? I guess we are, I guess we are. for today. <laughs> <laughs>